we starting? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We are now. Hello. Welcome to three PKs on a podcast. I'm one of your hosts. Three. uh, Three. Three. (laughs) Three. My name is three. My name is three. Hi, guys. On my left is a three. And I then that was two, and I'm on one. my left. But <laughs> that's like the reverse order, except that's, for that's Nathan's the only one that has the correct number. I'm still correct. I'm number two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I should boast about that. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> just, anyway. just introduce myself. Hi, guys. I'm number two. Let me try that again. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Three PKs on a Podcast with one of your hosts, Emily. In unusual radio voice. (laughs) I don't know what to think about that voice. I think it's kind of soothing. No? I don't know. I'm up in the air about it. it. It's kind (laughs) of... Well, I'm sitting down, but... um, You're up in the air. Mm. Uh, Okay, anyway. um, Sorry, I didn't connect the two for a second. Uh, yeah. That's okay. It's not the first time I made a really awkward attempt at a joke and it didn't work. What was the joke you Probably made where I, like, I got it like later as like Emily was talking about something uh, else? Ba- and I was Baby like, Park. Baby Park. You're right. Yeah. Mario Kart Double Dash. Mario Kart. <laughs> and Emily and was like Emily, talking. Emily was like, like she had to oh, listen to it, it later <laughs> to figure it out, but she doesn't usually listen to I podcasts. Even, isn't that so. the one that I edited? I think it is, and I I'm like I, I still don't get it. <laughs> no, I think I edited. Did that you one. edit that one? I think so. But I think I heard it later, uh, and I maybe and I thought, yeah, I still don't get that. But it's because it's Mario Kart. It's I'm not like yeah. a big. Wow. I like Mario Kart, but I'm not um, very knowledgeable in Mario Kart. It's the name of a, a Mario Kart track, so oh. like in they have different Dash. tracks that you can. Yeah, it's on Double I liked Dash. I like the mall. The and coconut it's mall on or whatever. That's on Wii. Called. Some of the other ones, but oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a really fun one. Yeah, interesting. I think they originally made you like do it eight times. Mm. Baby Park, yeah, yeah. But then, like, as they brought it forward, because they did this thing where they did like retro courses, mm-hmm. so they reused some of their old ones. Anyway, they only did it, they lowered it to like five. I think I was like, well, because it's a eight. small. It's basically one. It's an oval shaped track. Okay. That's all it is. So you just go around in circles. Oh, that's the name Baby Park. Like you're a baby, so you can't like do the really. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I I would need that track. It's Baby Mario and Baby Luigi are like the theme characters Uh, of the track. Mm. To be perfectly honest, I don't know why it's called Baby Park. It's just the name that they chose it. Okay. Kind of like DK Mountain. It doesn't have a lot to do with DK, but it is a mountain. So, Mm. you know. Actually, I like come that. to think of I it, I think that track well, that too, has, but I was always more bad like on it. That Actually, has I was mo- always bad at Mario Kart, but it was fun. So <laughs> it's it kind of like a Donkey Kong World. That's true. Kind of a thing. Because the original Donkey Kong 64 had like mountains that kind of looked like that terrain. So, okay, maybe yeah. maybe it does have something to For do with all Donkey the, Kong yeah. 64. But Mario, I was going to say entrepreneurs, but that's not the right word. Mario. Newbies. <laughs> No. Mario entrepreneurs. No, Mario. Um, Veterans. Mm, still not the word I was looking for. Players? You're no. talking about people who are experienced or yeah. n- new to it? No, experienced. The well-versed Veter- Mario Carters? Mm. 
Anyway. Veterans? No. Still not the word I was looking for. I will probably uh, figure experts. it out in about... Uh, it's closer. I'll settle for that, but it's still not the word I was looking for. Mm. Anyway, you had I a point. You had, you had a train of thought with it. Oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I figured they would enjoy that segment. Oh, okay. I see. The rest of us are like, yeah, cool. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I mean, I have a but little uh, idea. All the Xbox players and the PlayStation players will be like, yeah, I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't think... <laughs> Side note, I as you start to introduce yourself, I don't think we actually introduce ourselves afterwards. Oh, so yeah. by the way, I'm yeah. Matthew. I'm too. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> You're Matthew I'm Nathan. too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm Matthew too. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm Nathan. Back to the conversation at hand. The well I think we've <laughs> wrapped it up. We have? Yeah. It's time to move on. <laughs> Drive away. Vroom vroom vroom. Is that a joke because Look it's out a, for a banana racing, peels. Racing game. And shells. Yes. It's kind of funny. I was just rewatching recently. There's for anyone who doesn't know, there's a, a comedy group called Studio C, and oh they yes. did they yeah. did one where oh. they uh, the the setup for it was basically you know how people have like those laughing gas videos of like they're on laughing gas and Is they're this saying they're like saying silly things because they're on medication from going to the dentist. I, I like how Jace Robertson, he, he calls it, he calls it the goofy juice. <laughs> the goofy juice. Yeah. About sums it up. Yeah. Anyway. Well, anyway. Laughing gas. So, anyway, so the, the setup for the, the skit was, um, it was like Atari was going into Nintendo's office and put laughing gas in there. And so all the stuff that they, that was to in, the in Mario. Meeting. Yeah. They were having like a creative planning meeting. Yeah, and they wanted to try to sabotage them, so it'll come up with a bunch. They'll come up with a bunch of silly stuff instead, <laughs> and so they did Mario, and uh, for whatever reason, there was a shell like inside of like a fish tank or something. <laughs> he, like one That's of the right. guys threw it at the other guys. He's like, "Throw! It. Why did you throw a shell?" And he's like, "Oh, uh, sorry, I was just trying to help you out." <laughs> <laughs> you know, the weird kind of thing yeah, is, you I have was to thinking about that sketch earlier to see today. It. You have I to think. see it. It's pretty funny if you it like is. Mario. It it pokes a lot of fun at it, but yes, it's really funny though. Because it was like where they're like, you know, well, we have this, you know, you know, Italian plumber that only wears red, and it's like that doesn't make any sense unless he has an older brother that's taller and only wears green. <laughs> <laughs> Just like <laughs> or I think yeah, younger brother, but younger brother, yes, younger brother. Not that it yes. matters anyway. <laughs> See. My um, Mario nerdy nerdiness showing. So, anyways, so anyways, um, what did you guys do this week? Anything interesting? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I work. It's like the <laughs> saddest <laughs> silent pause ever. No, I. I Nothing. I've done. Well, I mean, we've no, we've all done. We've, like we yeah, have yeah, our normal we routine to, of church to, pr- to but prayer yeah. and. Yeah, praise we're still praising worship practice. Yeah, we're still praying, praying every weekday for mm-hmm. our nation. So that's that's been really awesome. It's good in mul- multiple ways. One is prayer is powerful, mm-hmm. and two, it's good because it's it kind of requires um, a little bit of putting down the flesh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. And it's good to for you. It's good to basis, have. Yeah. yeah, it's good to have that discipline. So for sure, nice. Yeah. I did debut. I, oh. Did debut my uh, oh, yes. scripture time with Auntie M on, on Facebook. I, I 
<laughs> must have missed you that. Missed that. See, you gotta, you gotta, gotta, you gotta be more act- interactive on our Facebook page. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I, I, it's the. Uh, it's a Snapchat filter. It's a Snapchat filter, and I will. Oh boy. It's my favorite filter. It's the filter that hmm. has uh, been done way too much. See, I agree with that like, statement. So I'm like, I'm way like too much. Uh, but I, mean, I like it. It's so funny. Okay, hold on. Let me you know, find it. makes it different. I'm just going to play a little clip. I'm Anne Tan. I'm Anne Tan. And it's kind of lightning and cloudy out, but it's a Wednesday. So I think that one's so funny. It makes your eyes big and your voice sounds funny, almost like a. It, every time I hear it, I I find it slightly annoying, but <laughs> I put up with it. <laughs> Sometimes if I want to watch whatever the person Hashtag is saying. the truth will set you free. <laughs> that, that's oh, kind of, that's kind of, that's that kind might of, be my next scripture. It's kind of <laughs> pulling it out of context. Sorry, though, I wasn't trying to was like say. About, Jesus was talking about his words. Okay, well, I'm, I truth. was just, but I was, I was just being. Funny. By the way, I, I wasn't see. trying to okay. say you were annoying. I was just saying I find Snapchat. It's too annoying. late. The words have already gone out <laughs> like arrows, <laughs> piercing. <laughs> no, it's funny. No, yeah. I. Uh, so anyway, I'm just gonna be every so often popping on there and sharing and encouraging scripture. I'll see you. Nope, and I botched. I botched the voice. But see, it made you laugh, even though it. See, you're laughing because you're like, "Wow, that was annoying." I I botched it because I was trying. I'm laughing because I botched it. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Anyway, sure. I did post. I did post a uh, riddle on the Facebook as well. Oh, are we giving the answer here? I mean, I I could. I think we should. Perhaps. Well, I was gonna do another riddle in our Bible trivia, a different riddle, but. I feel like I feel like you have to give official input on the riddle before I, I give the answer. If you want to do that, though, so official some input? of us haven't seen the riddle because see, you got to get more active, know. man, on the Facebook page. No. I guess I don't know if he's not as active on Facebook. Does is that really? I don't know. Maybe that just makes him. It's not more a bad thing. I guess I don't know. Than us, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So Matthew posted a riddle. Can you say the riddle? Well, what it is, is it's a who am I Bible historical figure. Okay. So you have to to figure out who the the person in the Bible is. Okay. So see if I can remember it correctly, because I didn't write it down. So I think I said it slightly different each time. But so here it is. Okay. So it's, I eat the product of the bees. I dwell in water that goes past the knees. Um, I'm not the one that sets you free. He is greater than and comes after me. Who am I? Come to think of it, I did see some people commenting oh. on it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure, is it John the Baptist? What, what do you think, Emily? Do you, what do you think? Oh, I confidently say it's John the Baptist. Okay, so the answer, yes. <laughs> John, the ba- John the Baptist. Otherwise, I missed that character in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to do some rereading. Yeah, so he didn't like live in the water like a fish, but he was a Baptist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. He, you know, baptized people. Only, he only ate to the hun- knees. He ate yeah. honey and he... Or was it past the knees? It past the knees. Past the knees. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then he's not the one who sets it free. Jesus is mm-hmm. the one he's greater. He himself said, you know, that's something he actually said. So, yeah. Nice. There you go. I'll probably post the answer on social media previously, but or maybe not. Maybe they have to listen to it, the podcast know. to get the answer. <laughs> Anywho, speaking of, speaking is it of. is it time for? 
Bible Trivia. Trivia. So, I'm glad we have a better host who actually remembers the scores. I wouldn't say I'm oh. a better I feel host. Like you're I just, a good host. Let's well, see, you didn't have a whiteboard when you were doing name that's that. That's true. Okay, now you do have a whiteboard, so you can write that's the scores the down that when, when you it didn't resumes. have the tools yeah, that you needed to, exactly. to do the job you were so, yes. asked to do. So the so the scores so far are I'm the fifteen thousand behind, right? <laughs> mm, yes, yes. <laughs> so the scores are are wacky. <laughs> that so part I remember. <laughs> so so here's what it is: Team Cleverducks, which is Nathan, uh, is eighty two thousand five hundred, and Team Super Sleuths, which is Emily, is ninety seven thousand five hundred. So. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I had See, to. I remember I, I had to do harder math to figure out fifteen thousand from eighty-two thousand five hundred ninety-seven thousand five hundred. So. Sorry, I I did remember that part. <laughs> I just don't remember what my exact score was. <laughs> okay. All right. Are we ready for the trivia? I'm ready. Yes. Okay. We are going to... All right, you've blocked your answer. Can I see your answer? No, I'm kidding. No. All right, all right. So, it's like a, a... I feel like uh, it's like Family Feud where they like press the button. And he's like, I didn't even finish the question yet. <laughs> all right, yeah. So, Sorry, anyway. Is. Okay. Uh, oh, that's one I did last week. I better not do that same one. All right, here we go. No, it's fine. We can do that again. <laughs> all right. Um, hold on. My dog is... Oh, she, oh, she, oh, wow. I'm impressed. So <laughs> she, un- she got tangled in the wires and got untangled. Yes. Yeah, so my dog decided to come join us for, for our podcast and she got up and she got tangled in a, in a wire, but she got herself untangled very, very smoothly. So I thought we were going to have to stop for a minute and help her, but good job. Okay. Good sorry. Job, now I'm ready. Okay. Here it is. So uh, let's see. I'm going to change change up the order from what I was originally going to do. Um, so we're going to start with the fill in the blank. Are you ready? Mm, all right. Are you ready? Here we go. Here it is. And make sure I don't actually because I have I have the blanks filled in on my paper, so I have to not say it. But all right. So it's let the words of my blank and the meditation of my blank be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Fill in the blank. Can you can you read it again? I just want to double check. Let the words of my fill in the blank and the meditation of my fill in the blank be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Okay, Team Clever Ducks, can we see what you said it was? I did mouth and heart. All right, and Super Sleuth said... Hashtag same. And those are the correct <laughs> answers. It says, I let no hashtag same was in the Bible. <laughs> well, no, it's, she, put, she put down the same answers, mouth, hey, mouth and heart. So you it's, know what that means. It's, uh, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. No, what, what does it mean? I don't know what it means. <laughs> it means I broke 100,000. Oh, I guess you did. Yeah. Give me a second. Ah, my. My marker. The host is supposed to be more excited about these things. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a, a p- 
pity cheer. Pity, pity cheer. I know only God can judge the heart, but I didn't really <laughs> feel sincerity in that in that woohoo. Oh, it's true. There wasn't really in there. <laughs> All right, and the bo- uh, bonus opportunity for five extra thousand. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. If you can tell me where it's uh. found, as always. Let me read it to you again to refresh your yes, memory. Please. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And you can get that 2500 if you can figure out the book. But bonus 5000 if you can tell me where it's found. I have a question. Yes. In order to get the full amount of points, do you have to have the verse as well? Yes, chapter mm. and verse. Okay. You can get the 2,500 yeah. if you can get the um, book. And then the full 5,000 bonus if you get the full thing. All right. I'm only going for half credit. I'm saying okay. it's in Psalms. Okay. And the super sleuth say it's... Psalm 19.15. Am I so close? You're so very It's like 14, close. right? Is it's it 14? Psalm 1914. Uh, <laughs> there is no Psalm 1915. <laughs> I knew. It's the last verse would it have of, counted? of the psalm. Would it have counted if I said Psalm 19 last verse? No. no oh, I man. Because I did know that. <laughs> All right. So Yay, that's, this but that's means 25 that I no longer have a weird hundred. score. I was going to say, I am, I am happy because no, I don't have a weird it's score. It's helpful for math and everything all around making you the proud <laughs> yes okay and next we're going to do a new riddle for just oh, for, well, i'm for not Bible really good today. at riddles but i think i did i did okay with the last one though mm-hmm. so. yeah you did good i think this one might be easy or problem, ho- hopefully easy problem is i've seen riddles online that are like they're like it makes like a full word and they like give you a riddle that you know is part of you know this is part of the word and this is the other part of the uh, word I'm like, mm, yeah i'm like no eh. this is this is the same thing it's it's okay. it's a who am i okay this it's, i can probably yeah, do it's a it's a who am i from the bible okay all right are you ready all right i'm stoked okay i have the name of a king but i'm not royal by trait a journey down a road changed my fate Spiritually blinded, but now I see a born-again believer, once a Pharisee. Uh-huh. I'm looking for a very specific name. Think this through. Let me say it again from the beginning. Oh, okay. The n- I have the name of a king, but I'm not royal by trait. A journey down a road changed my fate. Very confident as I'm halfway through the riddle. Sorry. Spiritually blinded, but now I see a born-again believer, once a Pharisee. I think. All right, you have both locked in your answers. Can Clever Ducks tell me what you said? Right. Who do you think it is? Who am I? I guess I didn't put that part in there, but who is it? Who is it? Who do you think it is? I did Saul slash Paul. And I did Saul. Saul, yeah. Saul slash Paul, yeah. Saul okay. Tarshish. I'll... I had Saul yeah, I was slash thinking of saying Paul. Saul. And then as soon as you're like, let me spec or let me repeat this, and I was like, ooh, I better <laughs> yeah, name of a king. Have. So it's Saul, Saul Tarsus, you know. Yeah. So in other words, if we would have just but said Paul, we would have been in trouble. You, it would have been wrong, yeah, because it's name of a king. So it's Tricky. specifically Tricky. Saul. Trickiness. But I'll count. I'll count the Saul slash Paul because this is the same person, Saul. And that was actually a really good riddle. I liked it. 
Yes. Thank you. I like I like the riddles. At first, when I was like coming up with riddles, I wasn't rhyming the riddles, so I could rhyme. It made it made it more fun for me. <laughs> All right. Ah. Sorry, me and my my marker have a love hate relationship <laughs> because the pen, the cap is <laughs> not cooperating well. Anyway, <laughs> all right, and the last final question for today's Bible trivia is true or false? Mm. True or false? Fifty percent chance of getting it right and wrong. There's the realist coming out. Anyway. Half full, my friend. Half, half full, full. Half full. Okay. All right. Laughing all the way. Laughing all the way. True or false? Okay. In the book of Nehemiah, they rebuilt the wall of Jerusalem in 52 days. True or false? In the book of <laughs> Nehemiah, they rebuilt the wall of Jerusalem in 52 days. All right, both answers are locked in. Can I see the Clever Ducks answer? What do you say, so true or false? I'm just going to say, if I get this wrong, it's because a song <laughs> that I memorized <laughs> got it wrong. Okay, Same. I know but that song you're going with about. true. Okay. Also true. And the correct answer actually is true. Oh, actually. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Yes. And so I have the reference. It's Nehemiah 6.15. So let me pull it up real quick for... Verification the in the purposes. <laughs> if I can get it quickly here. Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know, build there's, it. There's a uh, a, a children's um, TV show from I don't know when. When was that? Was that like the 90s? I want to say 90s. Yeah. Would have been the 90s. Called Quickly's Village, and it was a Christian TV show with puppets, and they like had Christ- a, Christian Sesame Street. Sort of, sort of. I mean, not quite, but I yeah, say that having never really watched yeah. Sesame Street. But <laughs> it didn't have like monsters or anything. No, it was. Yeah, they were all animals. But anyway, but the point is, is they had a song about Nehemiah, and there's a line where they say the wall was built in 52 days. Yes. Yes. So if I got that wrong, it's because we'll uh, see. I because uh, the song was wrong. But I thought of that song Mr. too. Quickly so so I had wrong. I had to. Uh, <laughs> I had to verify it, yeah. <laughs> but, so, yeah. So, Nehemiah 6.15. So, the wall was finished in the 20 and 5th day of the month. Elul. El- E-L-U-L. However you pronounce that month. Um, in 50 and 2 days. So, yes. The answer is true. 52 days. That means you both got it correct. Let me do this. And then I got to do some math. I feel like we need uh, math music. That would be really cool. Do. Um, if I did my math correctly, the current final scores for today is Team Clever Ducks, 115,000, hey. and Team Super Sleuths, 130,000. Whoop, whoop. I'll double check that math later. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you all got it right, and you got like half credit of bonus credit. So, hey. Y'all got the same extra points so it, that means you're both behind by 15 <laughs> or you're behind 15,000 <laughs> we're both behind by 15, <laughs> you're both behind 15,000 <laughs> uh, no um oh, that would be interesting to see how many how many points you'd get if you got all the possible points no anyway yeah. uh, <laughs> um anyway no but yeah so anyhow more next time unfortunately my tea is all gone. It's very sad. It was really good, though. It was chai tea. 
Chai tea. Chai I've latte. heard the name, but I'm not really actually familiar with its flavor because I'm not a tea person. It's like a, it's kind of like a spice. I, I like it. I used spicier. to be okay with tea, and then as I've gotten older, tea just. I don't know. I don't like tea as much anymore. Mm. <laughs> See, this is where I made the really awkward joke that I felt really like it, no one got it, and I felt really awkward when I did it. It was someone was talking about tea at, at church one time, and I said, you know, trying to make a joke, an alphabet joke like you did, you know, where, oh, and yeah. so I did it. It's like, oh, I don't prefer, you know, tea. I prefer you. And it just got silent. And I was like, <laughs> like UV, like I, I should have picked a different letter because that was incredibly like awkward. Like I felt, a, I felt like, really, like everyone just, it was like this awkward silence. I'm like, it sounded really creepy and I did like not a, mean yeah. it to sound creepy. It was a joke that, that no one got. I'm sorry. That was at church. Yes. It's like a awkward pickup line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know about awkward. That would be kind of funny. But hey, girl, <laughs> do you like tea? I don't like tea, but I do like you. Like <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why it made it creepy. Oh yeah, <laughs> because it just sounded. It, yeah, it, yeah. Yes, and I. Before we get to our topic, I was mm-hmm. just gonna say, Google. Christian pickup lines. It's hilarious. I've seen, I've seen a couple of them. They're really funny. Some of them so are like some of them are funny. Some of them are like are strange. Yeah. It was like there was one was like uh, flirt and convert. It was like, is it is like it's like hey, is this seat safe? No. Are you <laughs> flirt and convert? <laughs> you, are you okay? With it? I didn't think it was that oh, funny, but. <laughs> okay. I guess uh, that was funny, but not quite that funny. That's hilarious. No, I always, I always like the the one. It's like, I was looking through the, I was reading through the book of numbers, and I realized I don't have yours. Yeah, that is funny. All right. We're not recommending that you use them. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, not necessarily. But they are f- usually they're funny. Usually, and usually they're not inappropriate. I haven't seen yeah. any that were inappropriate. Christian so. pickup lines that are inappropriate. Yeah, mm. I don't know. it seems I like don't that would be an oxymoron, but you know, yeah. you never know these yeah. days. They're pickup lines, yeah. But anyways, so what are we talking about? <laughs> oh, unity! How perfect! <laughs> How fitting! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. not so. that kind of unity. <laughs> Though at weddings, they often have a unity candle. I have never heard of that. You never heard of that? No. No, they have one candle, and then the bride and the groom each have, like, another candle. And they li- they take their candles together and light the big candle. Oh, I thought uh, they were going to, like, melt it into a single candle. That'd be cool, too. I've seen people do sand like that, and they do, like, a, two different types of sand, and they mix it together <laughs> in one picture. Oh, God, yeah. Okay. And then it does become like one big pile of sand, but two yeah. different kinds of sand. Nice. Interesting. Hmm. No, we're not talking. <laughs> we're not talking about marriage. Sorry, we're not talking about um, marriage. Yeah. No, we're just uh, talking about, um, you know, unity in Christ. You know, I was thinking uh, about it was actually during a time of uh, prayer um, that we were having recently about revival. And I was um, read the um, the Valley of Dry Bones in Ezekiel. Uh, Ezekiel, wow, Ezekiel, um, uh, thirty-seven, and it was a vision where the Lord took him to, um, like this vision where he saw, um, this valley, and it was full of just a bunch of 
dry bones, like skeleton people bones and they were very dry and they were all separated and um it's really good it's a really cool thing to read it's in um ezekiel 37 but um to, to keep it brief the lord um spoke to him and commanded told him to prophesy to the bones that they would that god was going to pull the bones together and put the sinews on them and the flesh and the skin and breathe breath of life into them and they were going to come to life and so uh, Ezekiel prophesies to the bones and they start coming together and there's this shaking and this rattling sound that comes as they come together um, and uh, and then they come together and the, the flesh comes on them and everything and they and then they don't have life in them and God tells them to prophesy to the wind and the wind he prophesies to the wind and breath comes into them and they come to life and it says an exceeding great army and I was as I was reading it, I was thinking of the body of Christ, and you know, there's the the bones in that valley of dry bones. They were like it was bones. All the bones for one body were in separate places and separate pieces. And you know, as believers, we are um, called in the Bible uh, the body of Christ. You know, we are you know Christ's body. It's like Christ is the head, Jesus is the head, and we're His body. And the body, you know, is unified in one piece and those those um bones were separated and then they came together and that was the start of the 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 body coming together and the life coming into it coming to life a, a vast army and i just thought there's in the body of christ there's a lot of separation that really shouldn't shouldn't be where they're separated by um you know denomination of you know baptist methodist presbyterian non-denominational you know all those kinds of different things where they're separated by denominations and then are lines of doctrine where people are so conflicted about you know what does this scripture mean does it mean this or does it mean that and they're so conflicted about them each having their own belief of what it means that they you know won't talk to each other and there you know, there's division yeah and it's important you know there are there are certain things where it's is you know the bible says that the scripture is not of private interpretation so there is only one right answer mm-hmm. but the bible also talks about avoiding you know foolish arguments you know genealogies and things like that 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 they gender strife so there are certain things that you don't have to hash out it doesn't have to be such a big deal that you're not willing to talk to someone because they have you know, this different, you know, beliefs kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's important. And I was, you know, looking in every major move of God, there was unity. It was people in one heart and one mind, um, such as in Acts chapter 2, when um, Jesus promised that when he left, he was going to send the Holy Spirit, and they were to wait in Jerusalem until he came. And it says, and so in Acts chapter 2, they're waiting in Jerusalem for the Holy Spirit to come. And it says in Acts 2 verse 1, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And then you go on to see where people are wondering, what are they saying? What's going on? This is confusing. And Peter explains it to them. And I believe, it, it, I think this is where it says that there were 3,000 added to the number. I have to double-check that. I'm trying to see if it says the verse. Um, 
There it is in verse 41. And they that gladly received his words were baptized, and the same day were added unto them about 3,000 souls. So that's a great you know, revival, 3,000 yeah. people in one day coming into the kingdom of Christ through this. But it started when they were all in one court. They were all there. Jesus said, wait here in Jerusalem. He didn't necessarily say to, say to wait in the upper room, but he was saying to wait in Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. And they were all in the upper room at one time, in one place, in one accord of one heart. Jesus said to wait. So we're waiting until the comforter comes. And they were all in that one spirit and heart and mind. And that's when God was able to move and fill them with the Holy Spirit. So with, and we're praying at our church for revival. Mm-hmm. It's important for us to be unified as believers, as one body of Christ and not separated based off of denomination or these different things that aren't majorly important. The thing that is important is what we believe on Jesus, mm-hmm. that he's the son of God and that he's a perfect man. And that he died on the cross for our sins, bought our salvation, he died, and then God raised him from the dead. And we have that hope in him. That we have to all be solid and agree on, because that's the foundation of our, you know, faith and right. being a, right. a Christian at all. The rest of it can kind of work out with time with, you know, a, a lot of it, you know, and yeah. it's important to be divided. Yeah, along those lines, I'm kind of reminded of a scripture, and uh, this is in First Corinthians 2. Uh, starting with verse 1, it says, And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech or of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Like, mm-hmm. in other words, you know, th- that's the most important thing, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I- if you get that, you know, that that's yeah. the thing that matters. Yeah. For sure. Well, and I'm reminded of um, a couple things. One, um, I've had the opportunity to volunteer at a camp for special needs and um, the people that come to volunteer at this camp, they are from all different denominations and they always make a big point of, you know, leave those differences at the door. And so that's part of, you know, the discussion initially is, Mm-hmm. You know, this is not time to push for your particular denomination's theology, but we all agree that, you know, the guests coming to this camp need Jesus, you know, and, right. and that he's the central focus. And when we do that, I mean, we've had some really amazing times before, you know, in, in praise and worship and just God moving um, at the camp and it's really cool. And I think part of that is just that, that choosing of we're going to lay aside any other differences and come together as one body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the other example of that, um, we got to see just, uh, just this week, actually, it was really beautiful was, um, we've talked about before about the Bible reading marathon that mm-hmm. we've done in our city where or readathon um where we and if you have if you haven't heard our, some of our older podcasts we'll explain um several uh it's not actually even necessarily the churches themselves it's actually just believers in mm-hmm. the area yeah um well it was started by a couple of people not by pastors but yeah. by members of the church and then they got different people involved yeah. And so it, um, it's just believers in, in this city, um, they get together and they read the Bible starting in Genesis 
and read it all the way through until the end of Revelation and they don't mm-hmm. stop. So what happens is people take 15 minutes each approximately yeah. and they rotate. And so in preparation, we go around and um, go to different churches in the area and ask who would like to sign up. And uh, because of COVID, we actually had to um, postpone our event. Because it's, it's an annual. We do it every year. Yeah. Mm. For past 10 years, 11 years. This will be the 11th. This is the 11th. Yeah. And uh, so we were getting ready to do it in the fall and reserve, reserve a spot. And we were having difficulty finding the place to do it. And uh, we want to do it in a, a public area because the point is for people who maybe wouldn't normally hear the Bible to hear the Bible. Right. And so we just had a meeting this week talking about, um, you know, the plans and everything and just took time to pray um, for God's direction and, and favor and help, you know, in planning this year. And it was cool because there was, you know, know, maybe 20 people there, all from different, most of them from different churches. We had a couple people from our church, but several different, like widely different denominations. Um, And everyone just took a turn praying. And it was so cool to hear everyone pray and just, I don't know, it was... We were all we were all united around the one thing of the the readathon. It wasn't you know it was like centered around God's word, yeah. You know, and getting God's word out there, and that was the focal point. Whatever we think this scripture, that scripture meant, never even came up. No, you know, right. And it was just such an encouragement. And the Bible readathon always is is mm-hmm. to meet other believers in your community that don't go to your church but love God with all their heart. And it's always exciting and encouraging to realize like there's a lot of us out there, you know, and that's, Mm -hmm. that's always cool. But, but you know, it just is a, that event I think in in itself is just a great example of, of unity. Yeah. And uh, other example, uh, one of the, I thought it was kind of funny because I actually prepared some of my Bible trivia or like ahead of time for uh, like uh, last week when I prepped, that trivia i like did some extra questions and so it was funny i'd already done the the one about nehemiah but it's funny because i thought it was it's very relevant in the story of nehemiah the whole book is it's i think it's 13 chapters um it's a really good read as well i'd recommend reading um reading it it's a really interesting story it's about uh when israel was taken to babylon um, and they were in captivity, but some of the remnant had been able to go back, and it, they were supposed to, to build the temple and things like that. And the wall in Jerusalem was just torn to pieces. It had been when the city was was besieged by Babylon, they burned the wall and broke it down to to take them all captive. And Nehemiah hears about the the situation of the city, and God puts it on his heart to go back there and to rebuild the wall of Jerusalem. And so he goes and he he inspects it and he goes and he gets the people together and he says, this is what God has laid on my heart. Here's the favor I have with the king of, uh, was it king of Babylon? Because I know it's, they were taken by Babylon and then like the Medes and Persians Persia. took over. Yeah, I think it was Persia. Persia. I think it, yeah, um, I'd have to look that again. But, so, but he was a cupbearer to the king, so the king knew what he was going to do and he had favor with the king because it wasn't the king of Israel, it was the king of their 
captivity. And he told the people of Jerusalem, he said, this is what God's laid on my heart to do. This is the favor I have with the king. He's he's given us the go-ahead to go ahead and rebuild this wall. And the whole team, or team, well, I mean, a team in a sense, the whole city of the the Israelites, the Jews who were, who were living there, got together and they built a wall of a city in 52 days. That's like a month and a half. Like that they yeah. built a wall of a city. And you read it, they go through all kinds of struggles of people trying to tell them. Oh, they, one of the things they say is, oh, if they build anything, a fox will climb up on it and the whole thing will fall down. You know, they're making fun of them. They're trying to scare them. They have to fight off threats of people coming in to want to attack them and kill them to the point where part of the work they're doing, it says that they had like a tool in one hand and they had a sword in the other for those who could. Mm-hmm. You know, and those who needed two hands, they had the sword by their side. You know, they were ready. And if they tried to come to attack, they would stop the work and they'd fight them off and then they'd go back and they didn't quit you know they didn't quit working mm-hmm. but they were all right. unified together the whole city men and women people of different tribes i think they're even people who weren't jews i think mm-hmm. who actually had helped they were all unified about this one thing and they built a wall of a city in 52 days and you know yeah. and so you see where god where they were unified for a purpose of god together any questions, upsetness, it didn't come into to play there. They were all unified together, and God moved mightily, and they built a whole wall. It's a really good, yeah. Yeah. good read. By the way, if you're curious, it was a Persian king. Persian uh, king. Artaxerxes. Artaxerxes. Yeah. Something, too, that I think is um, important to note is as soon as unity happened, the enemy wanted to come mm. in and attack. Yeah. And, and stop it. And stop it. And it was it was scary to the enemy because they thought, oh man, they're unified together. And I believe that that happens with believers too. Um, and you have to be on watch for that because if you get together to do something and all of a sudden it's like, oh, there's so much resistance. Check, you know, because sometimes sometimes there's things where you experience, you know, resistance, and it's time to like stop and regroup. But right. sometimes it's not. And a lot of times, actually, it's not. When you know you set out to do something and you know in your heart that this is God. Right. And then all of a sudden you're getting all this, you know, resistance and pushback on every side. You know, that's usually the enemy, you know, trying to come and, and stop it. And uh, being in unity is work. You know, we, mm-hmm. we kind of we joked mm-hmm. about marriage, but actually, I mean, there's there's a parallel there in the sense of. Yeah, You know, it's not just like, oh, happily ever after and everybody is fine. Like the, you know, the husband and the wife, they have to purposefully say, okay, we're going to be united, especially, you know, mm-hmm. especially then when they have kids, you know, and making sure right. like, oh, mom doesn't say one thing and dad says something different. They have to work together and communicate and say, okay, we're going to be united on this. You know, I'm going to back you up. You're going to back me up. And that happens in the body of Christ. And it's something that the devil frequently attacks. And I mean, it's so sad to hear of situations where a church splits. You know, that's one of the saddest things to me, you know, Mm -hmm. that. And there, there are times where a church splits because there was sin in the church. And some people said it's okay. And some people it's not still sad to me because it's not what it's designed to be. But there are some times where it's, um, you know, if if the person in leadership is still sinning, and an example I'm thinking of was a, a a minister who started preaching that Jesus wasn't the only way to heaven, 
Well, then a bunch mm. of people left his church, and rightfully so. Right. Yeah. But but there are sometimes where it's it's like stupid stuff. You know, there was the situation back um, several years ago where there was a church that was divided because half the church was voting one way and half the church was voting the other way, and they were angry at each other over it. And mm. yeah, and you've got to constantly decide that when you're getting together with your believe with fellow believers you've got to focus on the thing that you have in common and that is Jesus and purpose that you're going to leave those other differences at the door you know because even within your own church there's going to be differences there's going to be people from different backgrounds and walks of life there you know even though you are going to a church where you have you know mainly the same theology they may still have something slightly different right and you've got a purpose that okay we're a body of believers i'm not going to let a difference of opinion separate you know right me and cause division yeah i'm kind of or do you want to go first Mm. oh i was just thinking like from uh first that first corinthians 13 where there's the love chapter you know because a lot of what you know people you know probably some of the division they thought you know oh this is the right way the wrong way and they were insisting on this you know i've i'm you know right for sure and one of the things that talks about love is um in first corinthians 13 it's talking about love it does not behave itself unseemly seeks not her own is not easily provoked thinks no evil it talks about it suffers long it's kind it envies not it vaunts not itself, it's not puffed up. Um, he says it doesn't rejoice in iniquity, it rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes in th- all things, endures all things. And then it says charity or love never fails. You know, when, you know, one of the easiest, you know, I think uh, seeking not your own, one of the easiest ways to cause division and strife is to insist this is the way that I think it is, and I'm going to insist on it. Even you know, even My if after hearing their side, way. right? Yeah, even if you think your way is right, you know, and you're and they present their side, and you still think that you're right, you don't have to continue to push the issue. You know, you don't have to say, "Well, no, this this." He's like, "You're not seeing it. You're you're dumb because you think that." You know, and it causes that you know anger to rise up easily, and that causes mm-hmm. division when you're insisting on your own way, where love they said it's not insist on your own way so even if you are that convinced you can you can leave it alone and say okay this is what i think but we're you know i'm dropping it for the sake of unity yeah, yeah. uh so i actually have two things so did i steal one emily, of yours? Oh, no okay <laughs> emily reminded me of something and you remind me of something so um thing that you remind me of matthew is um this is in uh first corinthians uh this is but this is in chapter six though it says um, this is talking about like going to court with other believers, mm. but it, um, it says in verse seven, it says, now, therefore, it is already an utter failure for you to go to law against one another. Why do you not rather accept wrong? Why do you not rather let yourselves be cheated? And so mm. it, I'm, I'm just kind of bringing up this scripture in the sense of like, you know, having your own way. It's sometimes it's better just to to <laughs> let it go and not let it become between you and the other person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know. Um, but the other thing I was going to bring up uh, is another scripture. This is um, in uh, Hebrews. This is Hebrews ten, verse twenty-five. It says, "Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner uh, it, 
of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. And uh, it kind of reminded me, when you go to church, one of the reasons you go to church is to encourage one another. And if you're letting, you know, something divide you, like that's not, you know, something you need to do. I don't remember what exactly you were talking about. I lost my train of thought. I don't remember what you were saying. What were you saying? Well, I was just talking about, so there's times where you're going to unite with believers that, are outside of your church, but there's also times too of just making sure that you don't allow other differences within your church to divide you. Right. Because the point of, that's what, that's what I was going to say. Thank you. That's what I was going to say. The point, part of the point of church is to be unified together and encourage each other, not divide each other. Yes. Yeah. Because, you know, where the things go through the week, you know, in your different workplace or whatever environments that you go out there are not, you know, that they are not necessarily always the most edifying environments. They're stressful. There's all kinds of, you know, things that go on. And when you're with your, you know, fellow believers, that's that time to build yourself up spiritually, you know, and to, like I said, to encourage each other, that fellowship of the brethren to help you, you know, to get through, you know, the week that's ahead of you, you know, right. Um, and said, and God, God works in <coughs> unity. You see, even in uh, the Tower of Babel, which, in a negative sense, the the power of unity, it's still it's a strong tool. In the Book of Genesis, I believe. I was wrong. <laughs> I looked at, it, I was like, oh, I think it's this one, and then I looked at what the chapter. Um, here it is in uh, Genesis chapter 11. So this is shortly after, um, it's documented shortly after Noah is off the ark. But n- people have, it, it, you know, grown in, you know, they've had more descendants since then. And the population of the earth has gotten very large. And they've decided to build this tower. Um, it says in Genesis 11.1, 1, the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. It said, it came to pass as they journeyed from east that they found a plain in the uh, land of Shinar, S-H-I-N-A-R, and they dwelt there. And they said one to another, go to let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And they had uh, brick for stone and slime had they for mortar. Um, interesting. Slime. 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 Because it was a slimy tower. <laughs> <laughs> the Tower no. of Slime. Tower of Slime. Slime and stone. Um, and, and they said, go to, let us build a city and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven and let us make us a name lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. And so they were going to build this tower. Now the Lord said, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. And they were saying, let's not do that. Let's you know do this and make a name for ourselves. They said, reach to heaven. They weren't doing it to, to serve the Lord. They were doing it. You know, I think it possibly to worship stars or whatever, but they weren't doing it for this. They were doing it at the very least. What it says for sure is to make a name for ourselves and not to be scattered on the face of the earth. And it says, and the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men builded. And the Lord said, behold, the people is one, and they have all one language. And this they begin to do, and now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. So he said. They are all of one speech, one language, one thought. He said nothing's going to be able to stop them from doing this. And what they were doing was un- unjust, unright. So he said, 
Uh, go to, let us go down, and there confound their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from thence upon the face of all the earth, and they left off to build the city. So, and it says, therefore is the name of it called Babel, because the Lord did there um, confound the language of all the earth. Um, so they were all one speech, one language. It said nothing would stop them. What they were doing was wrong. It said nothing except the Lord, because the Lord went and down, and he, he confounded their speech. Um, to keep them from from doing this this thing, but you see, even in that sense where they're doing something wrong, they were mm-hmm. so unified. He, the Lord said nothing was going to stop them, mm-hmm. so He had to, to to confound their speech to to keep them from from sinning in that way. So, um, with you know the church being unified, if we're doing something for the Lord, the Lord's not going to <laughs> stop us. Right. We're doing yeah. Yeah. you know right. in, in the back of the positive sense there. <laughs> When we're doing something for the Lord, the Lord's placed it on our hearts to do this thing, and we as body of believers are unified together for that one cause. Nothing is going to be able to stop us because the Lord's not going to stop us, and the devil can't stop us because greater is He that is in us than He is in the world. I don't. That's I think Romans eight. Uh. Don't know where, but the point is, God is greater. Jesus already beat the devil, so the devil can't defeat you, and people can't defeat it when you're doing that that purpose and god's not going to stop you if you're doing his will so that's the the importance of unity nothing can stop you if you're working to god's will yeah i think it's in first john first john that sounds a whole lot more accurate than romans now that you say it which verse again i'm sorry Uh, let me see i have to find it what were you saying uh greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world oh yeah that's in first john first john four maybe First, yeah, four, four, yes, now that you say that. <laughs> you have caught little children and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. First John 4, 4. Now that you said it, when she said first John <laughs> and then you said four, I was like, ah, oh, there it is, to, but no. I don't, to, to be fair, I have a computer in front of me. Yeah, but true. I don't know. Romans 8 has so many good verses, so when it was a good it verse, yeah. I don't know where it's at. I but think it's Romans 8. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think it has that verse. <laughs> no, no, that's first John four. Anyway. Yeah, you said you said Romans eight. I'm like, there's a lot of good verses there, but <laughs> didn't think there God be for us who can be against us. That's the one that's in Romans eight. That's yeah. very similar, that and that actually fits even better. <laughs> if God be for us who can be against, <laughs> can be against us. us. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, well, and uh, I think we got to wrap up. But I just yeah. thought too, uh, one more um, verse to kind of sum it up because this is a verse for the road. Verse for the road. <laughs> verse to go. Um, First go, please. Is this is a prayer Jesus prayed before mm. he went to the cross, and it's uh, John seventeen, uh, verse twenty. It says, "I do not pray for these alone." So he was praying for the disciples. But he says, "I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word." So that's all of us. Hashtag me. That yeah, <laughs> that they all may be one, as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. So Jesus mm. prayed um, that we would be one, as he and the Father are one. And part of the importance of that is that through the world seeing our unity, they know that that you know, God sent Jesus yeah, mm-hmm. and it's a, it's a ministry to them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So remember when you're dwelling in unity, you're, you're an answer to Jesus's prayer. Wow. That's an interesting way of thinking about <laughs> it. Yeah. It's pretty cool actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All righty. Wow. All right. I guess we better wrap, wrap it up. But, uh, wrap it up with some prayer. 
Beatbox is cool too. <laughs> yeah, I guess I shall pray. All right. Well, Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I thank you, as always, for this uh, opportunity to come together to record this podcast. Uh, Lord, I lift up um, each of us here and all those that are listening, Lord, that you would um, help us, Lord, uh, that Jesus prayed that we would be one as you and here. When I ask that you would help us to walk in that unity, show us what ways we need to to, to change ourselves and to what ways to walk in love uh, with each other so that way... Um, we walk in the, the unity together um, that you desire us to have, that we can uh, t- together accomplish your will, not our will, um, but to accomplish your will as we walk together in the unity so that way we may show the world, as Jesus did pray, that you really did send him uh, for us, that we w- would walk in that unity um, together. Lord, and I ask that you keep uh, each of us safe until we record and come to listen again and uh, glorify you with what we say and do, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. All and right, all right. Don't forget to write us sometime. We are at absolutely. We have an email address. You can reach us at three. The number three. Numba. The number three. The number three. Three. Um, it's the pound three. sign or the hash symbol, but without the shift. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Whew>. Anyway, three <laughs> PKs at iabound.org. So three PKS at iabound.org. One more time for the people in the back. Three PKS at iabound.com. Org. Org. .org. <laughs> and <laughs> and then we're also on Facebook. Yes. Hey, well, you can s- Matthew and I are on Facebook. Oh. <laughs> I'm on Facebook maybe, once maybe, in a while. Maybe, maybe once in a blue moon. I'll post Probably, on maybe. On our Facebook. But yeah. And we're on iTunes and Spotify and iHeartRadio and another platform that I have <laughs> tune, never heard of. So in. I'd always tune forget in. about tune, tune in. in. You can tune in on tune, thing in. tune in. Tune in next time. Okay, there you go. Nice. And then, of course, YouTube. Or did you already mention that? I didn't mention YouTube. So YouTube. We on YouTube. We are on YouTube. So. YouTube. There you go. Thanks always for listening. Absolutely. If you want, you can send us pickup lines or comments <laughs> or Christian pickup lines. I send me say. send me a Bible riddle. Not to pick us up though. No, yeah, no, not to pick us that's up. That's just not going to work. But no, just but give for us funny for, for funny pickup lines. For funny, yes, yes. Yeah, send yes. us funny pickup lines. Maybe we'll that we can maybe we'll laugh read at. it. Yeah. On, on a podcast sometime. There you go. Yeah, I'm not that, promising that's, though. That's what I meant. I didn't. There you go. <laughs> I didn't mean you should <laughs> try to pick us up. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> I'm gonna put the, put the shuffle away. On that note. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Let's go play Mario Kart. <laughs> Thank you.